Dionisio at the plate, he's over for 2 today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. Dionisio lets it fly, and it's... Oh, it's raining now. Welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater. I'm Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. And we, uh, currently it is May 19th, the Sunday evening. Jeremy and I are here to recap a uh, game we went to on Thursday, May 16th. It was White Sox versus Blue Jays at Guaranteed Rate Field. Yeah, that's right, Jack. Uh, there was, uh, the attendance at whopping 20,119. Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't, uh, they, I don't think they said what the attendance no, they, they, was they, they, there, did they? No, they do not. I have to get that <laughs> off of the, the box score. Yeah, I think they, it has to be at least 25,000 for a White Sox game for them to actually do it, uh, which is rare. Yeah, yeah, that's that makes sense. <laughs> that would explain why they haven't done it in the last several games that we've been to. No. Uh, so uh, Jeremy and I weren't even... Uh, it, our going to this game uh, on Thursday was just kind of an impromptu decision. Yeah. Uh, we wanted to go see Vlad play, but it just kind of didn't seem like it was going to work out for us to go. It was a four-game set through Thursday through Sunday. Yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah, so we were we were bouncing around different like contingency plans, and uh, uh, the, the forecast looked kind of spotty. Like, or, like at some point on Thursday, it rained like mm-hmm. earlier in the day on Thursday. And like, so we... We were kind of bouncing things around. I was at work, and I uh, I kind of threw it out there, like you know, you think we can do it tonight? Because uh, the tickets dropped in price, and the uh, forecast cleared up, so we we pulled the trigger and we we headed down there. Yeah, and and the whole the whole decision was made at about three thirty four o'clock. Yeah, so yeah. it was uh, it was really it was really new. Uh, uh, you know, and uh, so I actually ended up at the park a lot earlier than Jeremy, which is kind of a first. Usually, it's the other way around. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, we either like meet up out in front or, or you know, something like that. But, uh, but yeah, so we, it created an, an interesting like uh, cross cut. Uh, like if this were like a, a you know an action film or something like <laughs> there'd be a cross cut into like our different paths to the game or once we're at the game. What was that? What was that movie that was like four like or it was a bunch of sections but like it, it went in um like it was like ninety minutes long and it was filmed in real time everything the, in one take and it was four like it was quadrants. The yeah, it was like quadrants. It was called yeah. Time Code. I time think. Code. I I saw that and I didn't I didn't think it was any good. I no, it, it was a complete like gimmicky film or whatever. Yeah. And like I actually don't even think I saw it. But I remember when it came out, it was people were like freaking freaking out about it. I think I was in like school, like when that yeah, like I was in college for for film uh, when that came out. So yeah, I it was it was like yeah, some early two thousands. Uh, yeah. So uh, well, Thursday night I had compl- so it was a Thursday night I had completely forgotten that the White Sox do free T shirt Thursdays. Yeah, totally. So I. Uh, you know, I got a free T-shirt. Uh, Jeremy actually missed out. I missed out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a it's a Mark Burley T-shirt. Uh, I do not have it at my disposal right now. It's in my dirty laundry. Okay. I went for a run in it the other day. It's oh, a good. Okay. It's a good. It's a good crap shirt. Basically, sure. you can wear it to the gym. It was cool. It had cool graphics. Yeah, on it. yeah. It's like they got like a, a drawing of Mark Burley. Yeah. Um, and then it's got like I, I think basically it's it's dedicated to his perfect game. Yeah, yeah. It says like perfect on it or something. Yeah. Maybe the date or something too. Yeah, yeah. Because it was the end. Anniversary, was, was it the anniversary? Or right around or the right anniversary. Around? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's yeah. cool. That would have been a cool one to have just for posterity's sake. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I wear like a large. So like the medium is too small. The, the extra large is too big. So it's it's kind of a, a it's kind of like a, a rub for me like for the tea free t-shirt day anyway. Yeah. Like I'll get an extra large and I'll wear it at the gym sometimes mm-hmm. or something. But uh, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. So it would, but that one would have been cool just to keep in a drawer or something. Like as a cool baseball shirt. But yeah, whatever. yeah. And, and Jeremy, we did see some some guys on the scoreboard who clearly were not wearing mediums. Uh, so they, <laughs> yeah, right. But they but they probably had the extra large. So yeah, yeah. The, the, maybe by the time you got there, all the extra larges were gone or something. Yeah, which is not out. usually the case for T-shirt giveaways. Usually all the mediums get snapped up. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's just weird. It's a weird choice to like say like, hey, we're gonna do medium. And it's like, okay, what's the most common size? Like, well, probably maybe large. So it's yeah. like we will do the ones lower and higher than that. It's like, why not do large and extra large, or medium and large, or something? Why why would they skip large? I don't get it. I I feel like 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 uh, percentage wise, I mean. I would guess that large is probably the most common size. I don't know. Yeah, especially since mostly you're dealing with because the medium shirts aren't even going to fit a kid. They're yeah. Because the, the medium shirt is is a little big on me. It's like a big. It, this the medium is pretty big. Uh, okay. So like I, I don't know. Someone is someone's making that call. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I guess like the they assume medium for like the women or something and like the extra large for the for the guys. But it's like. It's just it's just a weird like decision that was made yeah. on that. I yeah. don't know. Like obviously you can't have every single size, but like I don't know. It's weird that they just skip large. I don't know. Yeah. But whatever. Well, uh, it, it was cool to get one though. I haven't gotten a free T-shirt from a Sox game in a couple of years, so it was yeah. nice to get that. Uh, Jeremy, you also missed uh, a stirring rendition of O Canada before yeah. the game. Yeah. No. Well, if we if we think about this as the crosscut, you know, I was so I'll, I'll say while you were getting your free shirt. I was like racing there from work because I, I had to work. I was actually supposed to work till seven and I cut out a little early and I probably shouldn't have because I didn't think I was needed to stay. And then it turns out I had to, I, I was needed, but I had already committed to leaving early. So I left early. Yeah. Um, but uh, so, yeah, if you think of the cross cut, like Jack's going through the turnstile, getting his free shirt and I'm on the train, like sweating it out, like trying to get down there. Yeah. Um, and uh while O Canada was playing, I mean, uh, uh, I was going through security line probably, um, and like I had to come straight from work, and so I had like my backpack and everything, and I had like my water bottle and like just stuff in my backpack. I have like a charger and like some different like wires to connect my laptop to my TV, whatever. And like a lot of times, ushers will like kind of like look at the bag and just like they'll they'll like do like a they'll just really kind of just brush over it and you're almost like you're prepared for them to like do like a deep dive into your bag yeah and like they just like kind of like touch it they like tap it and then send you on and it's like you're kind of like i kind of wish you were checking a little harder because yeah. someone yeah there might be some 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 uh malfeasance going on some yeah. nefarious acts um but this guy like dug deep into my bag he, yeah. he like got he really dug in there and he, and he was like he took like my water bottle out and like shook it and then instead of putting it back in the like water bottle sleeve he just kind of like threw it in the like plastic bin yeah and like so then i was like i was like mad at the guy i'm like what are you doing you're like you're you're molesting my bag yeah and what's what's shaking a water bottle gonna do well i think he was checking to see if there was any liquid in it um okay because i you can't bring in oh and you can't i I thought i thought you had a a clear water bottle no no no, like a reusable oh reusable uh water bottle but like yeah um so I expected him to do that, but like then he just like kind of he he like kind of like dismissively dumped it into the plastic bin where the you you put like you know your your car keys and your cell phone yeah and uh, I was so then it was the other end of the spectrum I was like chill out dude like yeah. you know like take it easy mm-hmm. but anyway yeah uh, so did you hear O Canada going on I were- I didn't I can okay. only surmise though based on when I got there that that's like I was. 
going through the turnstile like when that was happening. But uh, yeah, uh, so question bef- for you before we move on to O Canada. Yeah. When you okay. were walking from the train yeah. to the stadium, you mentioned to me that you saw. The Northwestern pep band. I right? did, yes. Yeah. Now, here's what's odd because you got oh. there right at game time. Yeah. But the Northwestern pep band performed the national anthem. Really? So, like, they must have just, they must have, like, literally gotten there and yeah. gotten on the field. Yeah. Um, I, and, you know, maybe they, but that, that's cutting it pretty close, in because, my opinion. Because it couldn't have worked out to where they had just finished, right? No, 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 yeah. no way. Yeah. So, like, what, who made that call? Like, or, you know, I mean, they could have couldn't somebody have bust them there like a, at least a half hour before that. Like, yeah, what if right. They, what if they would have been late? Yeah, exactly. That's that's funny because, uh, yeah. So yeah. So I was I was going up to the stadium and like in the in the, like ahead of me I saw the Northwestern band and I was thinking like oh man am I gonna have to like push past them yeah to like get in there because like I really wanted to make first pitch yeah and. Uh, yeah, that's. I didn't even put two and two together that they went. They had to have gone straight from there to sing the or to play the anthem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. So, uh, so yeah, they played. They played uh, O Canada, but they actually had somebody sing it. They had a guy, a guy sing it. Oh, uh, really? And it's kind of funny that they had like somebody sing O Canada, but then they just like played uh, the national anthem on instruments. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the guy was a good singer. I, I gotta wonder this, Jeremy, though. Like. Uh, do most people just know O Canada from sports games? Oh, in in North of, in like in in, a, in, a, in the United in States. In the United States, yeah. Yeah, I would I would think so. I mean, it, yeah. it, it it's kind of it in my opinion, it's a little ridiculous that they do it. I mean, <laughs> okay. none of these none of these players are from Canada. Sure. I guess some of the fans are, but like do would the do the fans really care? I could see them doing it at Toronto home games, but yes. yeah, but on the road, yeah, it does seem a bit odd. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, I will say that that O Canada is a way better song than the national anthem. It is, uh, like from a song standpoint, mm-hmm. it's a great, it's a it's a great song. But like, it does seem silly that they're yeah. And of course, yeah. I mean, did did Vlad Guerrero did did he like you know did a tear well up in his eyes because <laughs> they played O Canada? I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, but it was uh, that said, it was a, it was a good rendition of it. Um, it was Northwestern night, so Jeremy and I have been to uh, both the Cubs, which we and, didn't mention. Oh, we didn't mention on the recording. Ah, oh, I don't from think the last we did. Time yeah. That we, yeah, so it, that was the Marlins North, game. Yeah, we were probably just too uh, cold uh, <laughs> yeah. to deal with it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was Northwestern night, the Marlins game, and so this was Northwestern night for the Sox. Yeah. Jeremy, I got to ask you, do they have a UIC night? No, 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 not you. They do, they do like Big Ten, but they okay, don't, yeah. Which, which is kind of insulting because they do Ohio State, but they don't do UIC. Yeah, well, <laughs> they, I mean, so they do. Uh, uh, I think U of I. So we went to the uh, the first White Sox game we went to. That was the uh, Illini night, yeah. right? Uh-huh. So, um, but nah, that kind of sucks that they, they don't have UIC. Then again, yeah. like I don't think I'm a UW uh, Milwaukee grad, and I don't think that the Brewers do UWM night. Although maybe they do. I don't know. But you would think they would, especially the White Sox. I mean, I can't ever remember a UIC night. Okay. I, don't, I don't think that there has been one. Yeah, you, we should we should uh, suggest it in the box. They'd be like, oh yeah, how how can we haven't had this? You yeah. know, let's get rid of uh, let's get rid of mullet night and do this. <laughs> they could have done. They would they would have disco demolition part two where they burn down the stadium if you got rid of mullet night, Jack. But <laughs> but. Um, uh, <laughs> What about when Curtis Granderson plays in town? Like, right. can't they have UIC? They should have yeah. UIC night that you know one of those weekends. No, whatever. absolutely. Um, yeah. So you you also missed Jeremy. So you did get there for first pitch. You I made it miss- by first pitch. I was 
dripping sweat. I, I, I'm surprised I didn't drip sweat on you, Jack, but I was, uh-huh. like, dying. Because it actually was, like, a warm day uh-huh. um, um, of rarity so far. It was. It was nice. So that it was our first uh, above 50-degree game. Yeah. Uh, probably our first above 40, uh, if you're talking about feels like. Yeah. And but, it was actually in the 70s, right? Yeah. It was really nice. We yeah. didn't... Uh, I put my... I had, like, a, a fleece on, and Jeremy had a long sleeve uh, with him that... We were, we were wearing T-shirts for the most part, but I did put my fleece on about halfway through the game. Yeah. But it was pleasant. Uh, Jeremy, one more thing about uh, pregame stuff. Uh, the yeah. Northwestern head coach, I don't remember his name. Pat Fitzgerald? Pat Fitzgerald, yeah. yeah. So he threw out, uh, the head football coach, yeah, he threw out the first pitch. Okay. Uh, wasn't, hasn't he been uh, a candidate for, like, jobs, even NFL jobs? They yeah. were saying that he was going to get... the Packers. He was, the, he was a candidate for the Packers yeah. job. I think he kind of chose maybe not to interview for it, or did they interview him? Uh, I, I feel like he maybe, uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like he almost take, took his name out of consideration yeah, or something. he did, I think he did yeah so he's kind of a hot commodity so it was kind of cool to see him uh him throw out that pitch yeah i do not remember if he threw a strike though i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie was he wearing khakis yeah i think he was he's just another hunky football coach wearing khakis (laughs) yeah um so uh also jeremy they uh they gave me a pencil Uh, so i i got i I went to the guest services station and i picked up scorecards for jeremy and myself Um, uh, Jeremy and I were texting, this is kind of, uh, the level of baseball nerd that we were, but mm-hmm. I had actually asked Jeremy to bring me a pencil if yeah. he could, yeah. because I didn't have one at my disposal and I hate scoring games in pen. You, you don't, you don't have like a, a supplies closet you could have raided at the, <sighs> you know, the job? Jeremy, I'm, I'm, I'm too much of an honest guy to, to do that. I mean, I could have brought it back the next day, but okay. like, you know, I, I don't know if. Because that's where ours came from. I, I took them from the uh, the supply closet. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I probably could have come up with something, to be honest with you. Yeah. But, uh, but I didn't. Um, uh, so, yeah, thank you, Jeremy, for bringing it. He brought me a nice pencil. So, yeah, we were going back and forth. This is one of the, the drawbacks of, like, like deciding when you've already left your apartment for the day. Is like, we didn't have our mini clipboards, which, mm-hmm. we, which have become a staple oh, yeah. of White Sox yeah. games. Uh, we didn't have any pencils. Um, and, uh, and I, I'll one, one up you, Jack is like, I don't like to score a game without a mechanical pencil. Okay. And like, I knew that like, I, I thought it was going to be a real, like, I, I'd be lucky if we could find pencils. Um, I knew it was going to be a real tough call to find a mechanical pencil. Yep. I actually, I worked two jobs, uh, just FYI to the listeners. And, uh, my second, I went to both jobs that day. So I, I did both jobs and the game <laughs> one day, uh, but uh, the second job, I was scouring the building looking for mechanical pencils because yeah. that place uh, maybe is a little more. I, I thought I'd find one, and I found one on like a the secretary's desk, like uh, upstairs, and I grabbed it, and like it was empty. It was like out of uh. lead or whatever, out of yeah, out of lead. So like I was like I got that close to like finding an actual mechanical pencil. So yep. we had to make do with these uh, traditional sharpening sharpen pencils, which actually worked out fine. It worked um, out fine. Mine were getting dull towards oh, the end. Honestly, I I don't know what it is. It's, I don't know if it's like a yeah, like an OCD thing, but it's like I hate writing with a dull pencil. Yeah, and like so I we could talk about it, but like I I was like, I filled out my lineups with pen because I didn't want to like. Because if I would have filled out the, the the actual player name position number with pencil, it would be dead by like the fourth. Well, look at look at this, Jeremy. This is driving. Speaking of OCD, this yeah. is still driving me nuts. So I wrote all of the names in pen. Yeah. But before I realized that you had a pencil, I wrote the first very first play oh, in pen as well. I wrote okay. P six and 
all the rest of it is in pencil. <laughs> so that still drives me nuts. Maybe I maybe can, I can uh, like it's it'll be therapeutic for me to talk about it on here. Yeah, um, for sure. But uh, That's yeah, half the battle, man. I, I kind of can't stand it. But uh, okay. But anyway, though, Jeremy, I also realized with the make of these scorecards, uh-huh. uh, uh, we we sort of didn't need the the clipboard, or at least I I found myself not needing it. Yeah, I was wondering if if I was going to. I ended up using a notebook that I had in my backpack, oh, okay. which is a plus of uh, uh, having the backpack. Sure, but sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I don't know, I might. It might have been nice to have it. I, I, you know, I started keeping score on, it and I was like, something's different about this. And I guess you just made me realize that it was I didn't have the clipboard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think you could, in a pinch. I mean, you, 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 you did. So in a pinch, you could get by without the clipboard. I kind of like it, but uh, whatever. Uh-huh. You know. Um. So we were sitting uh, first base side. We had bought cheap tickets again, but we sat lower deck first base side. Yeah. Uh, and there was a guy uh, right next to us uh, who, who was who, who yelled something funny. So yeah. early in the game, uh, Leori Garcia, uh, I want to see what he did. He singled uh, or something. I don't know how he got on He base. was by himself, this guy. Yeah. And he was there yeah. the whole game. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. Um, so Larry Garcia led off with a single, and then yeah. he stole a base. Uh, yeah. So he got the second. Yeah. And so the guy yells, get a run, Garcia! <laughs> like yeah. like, a, yeah, like a, to cheer him on. He goes like, yeah! He, get a run, Garcia! <laughs> um, like, I, I don't know if he meant, like, get your run on. Like, get, yeah. get, get a running son or something. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know, but it, it's... The thing is, like, uh, I, I've never heard somebody cheer for a, a base runner like that to, to get a run when they're... Because uh, it's not really up to Garcia whether he gets that run. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the other exactly. guys who need to. Well, also he was sliding into second base. Like I mean, it's like I get. It's like he's like thinking like a couple steps down or something. Yeah. It's like it, he he might he could have yelled like, "All right, Garcia, get a hit in your second at bat." When he was on like second base or <laughs> yeah. something. It's like you're go, you're you're kind of jumping a little like a couple too many steps ahead. Yeah, he's not one, but, he's not uh, respecting ninety for sure. <laughs> um. Uh, all right, Jeremy. We might as well get to the main event. Yeah. Of what the game? What? What really happened? So the when, what? 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 Was this the bottom of the second? It was the bo- It was. It was after the bottom of the second. This was very early on. Okay. You know what's funny? Yeah. That 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 inning yes. is cursed because yes. that's when that dude got thrown. That's out what I was of getting. First at. game. That's what I was getting at. It's yeah. like it's like there's something about it's like the White Sox fan can't like contain themselves <laughs> for for more than two more than three innings. Uh, yeah. They have to just like out out uh, you know lash out or whatever, and certainly. This happened. This is this is gold. This might be the most gold that's ever happened to us at a game. Yeah. Well, for, before we get to it, Jeremy, la, la, when, the Cubs game. We mentioned that. What what do they do? The uh, the salute the a cup. cup cups. Uh, yeah. Cups, cups up. Cups up. Yeah. Uh, so we were saying like if the White Sox were doing something like this, they would make a huge deal out of it. Yes. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and this is exactly an example of that. Yeah. So uh, the the promotion was the or the the event the thing was the bongo cam. Yeah. Uh, so they they would show fans and they they were supposed to pretend to play the bongos now now before you go any further like when you hear bongo listeners at home just just take a moment you hear before you see anything um you hear them say all right fans it's time for you know whatever bongo cam so like what do you think like i pictured that there were going to be like a a set of bongos like superimposed on the screen and the the player the the people who they show have to like air bongo basically and look and make it look like they're hitting the actual bongos that are uh, you know, uh, tele- like whatever, displayed on the big screen, yes. right? 
It was not that at all. No, uh, there was it, it was there, nothing. It was just regular crowd shots. Yeah. And just thank goodness, like the people they showed heard Gene Honda say that it was the bongo. Camp. Sure, I think they purposely showed fans who were sitting on a rail or like yeah. on a flat surface in front of them. There was like people like maybe in the bleachers, like at like a little ledge or something. Yeah. So the, everyone they showed, I think. Actually, not everyone because case in like what happened. But at the beginning, they were showing people like at on who were standing on an eye or on a on a on a railing. So then they would like bongo on the railing. This is such a fucking hackneyed premise that like what happened. They deserved what happened, and and perhaps it was even a response to how fucking thin this premise was. So. Uh, about halfway through the promotion, yeah. oh, maybe three fourths of the way, yeah, they yeah. showed uh, they showed a guy who was like sitting by himself. A kid. It, it, he was a kid. He, he was like he, 16, 17 years uh, old. He, I would say. he struck me as maybe being a little older, maybe like eighteen or nineteen. Okay, that's but fine. Uh, but he, he looked like uh, he looked he like was the, conspicuous. He was conspicuous. He looked like the type of guy who spends most of his time uh, looking at Reddit and Pornhub. Uh, if I could, if I could just find any way to describe this guy, and yeah. he was sitting by himself, and he was kind of tapping his thighs, like he was in, into it a little bit. Yeah, I don't. He was. Don't, he was sitting back in his chair in yeah. a leisurely fashion. I'll say. Yeah, I, looking I, like he did not care about the promotion or being on screen. No, but then, and it took him a, a minute to realize that he was on screen. It was one of those deals where he was like, it was maybe, two or three seconds, maybe. Anyway. So yeah. the once he realized he was on camera, yeah. the gesture that he made uh, is something that's uh, perfectly healthy for for <laughs> anybody uh, to do uh, sure. in the in the privacy of their own home. Yeah, he made a jerk off. Yeah, motion. He, he, he he looked like he was jerking off. He just made a, a like a, a jerk off motion. <laughs> yeah, over his crotch. Yeah. So my Jack, my theory, I think that he was like. Oh well, so we so we were talking about it, right? And like, oh, oh so of course. And so okay, well, listen. He let's 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 talk what happened and then we'll break it down, yeah. right? Because this is this is worth analysis here. This is uh-huh. like what our post game show would be about. Yeah. Um. It happened and like it, at first we saw him and we're like, look at this kid, this fucking kid. Like he doesn't give a shit about the promotion. Yeah. Yet they decided to throw him on the board for some reason, which they get what they deserve. Like this kid, he was conspicuous. Like yeah. he was not doing anything and. Uh, they got what they deserve by yeah. putting him on the screen. So he goes and he does the the, the, the jerk off motion. Uh-huh. And Jack, you actually hit me. Yeah. Do you, do you remember that? No, I don't remember you, that. You were like, ah, Dad, come on, Dad. Like you, you like nudged me. Like you, you slapped my arm. Uh-huh. And then, and I was like, what? Or, like, or something. <laughs> and then you just like you were howling. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever heard you howl laugh. I, think, as I was hard in as you tears. I, I was laughing yeah. so hard. Yeah. And like some guy across the aisle from us like saw it and like. He said something to us. I didn't hear what he said. He said uh-huh. something like, yeah, you know, these kids or whatever. I don't know what. <laughs> he said something. Yeah. And, like, I just kind of, like, signified with him. But I didn't actually hear. And I wish I actually would have heard what he said because I'm yeah. sure it was worth mentioning. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, the camera was perfect. Like, the camera, like, was on him. And as soon as he did it, like, it jerked, <laughs> like, violently side, like, to the to the right. Yeah. And they showed some other guy who, I don't know if it was with him or not. There was a, a buffer seat in between there was. them. Yep. It might have been his dad or something. I don't yeah. know. But, like. And then he started waving at the camera, but like the camera, like you've never seen a camera like jerk, like more violently, more. You know, speaking of jerking, uh, <laughs> uh, it, it like violently panned to the to the to the right to get yeah. off screen. Now, here's what I was thinking, Jeremy. Is so we we were speculating of whether or not like this kid got kicked out. 
because he did it. But I don't think he should have been. You know, they they warn you about foul balls and flying bats, Uh but they don't don't say, you know, (laughs) that if you get on camera, you shouldn't make an obscene gesture. Like, it's it's not this kid's fault that they put him on camera. Okay. He, He couldn't have possibly been doing less to get on camera it's than true. he did. It's true. I mean, his his body uh, language begged. It was it was it was it was a uh, it was like uh, vehemently saying, "Do not put me on cam on yes. the screen." Um, so in that sense, yes, I, I appreciate you taking that stance, Jack, because uh-huh. <laughs> there's for me, it's a absolute no no doubter that like he he should have been kicked out. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, you cannot make obscene gestures on screen, but. I, I, if you were his defense uh, attorney, I think you would have a, a fair point. For I would, sure. I would definitely, I would, if I was a jury member on on the trial, I would, I would have to like, I, I would have to say, not beyond a shadow of a doubt, is he guilty? Yeah, and, and see, Jeremy, uh, if I was the his defense attorney, I would get, uh, I would get the cameraman, uh, I would put him on the stand and say, what were you thinking, showing this kid? Yeah, like sure. that's on the cameraman. Like you know, you got to be trained. To just not not show people like that, you know. True, true, and the the director in the booth or whatever who like took that cam- who like went to that camera. Right. Yeah. I like, mean. Yeah. Th- you know, you follow the tried and true formula, like you know, uh, kid, fat guy, hot chick, yeah, and then like yeah. show families. Don't yeah, show like this sure. rogue kid who's not doing anything. Yeah, definitely. Which makes me, uh, I forgot, I didn't write this one down, but there was like that family cam segment. Oh later, yeah. But, uh, it's not it's not worthy mentioning really no well there but, was basically there was a family sitting near us who thought they were going to get on the family cam but yeah. then they got jobbed yeah it like, just didn't just, happen no which, it didn't like, i don't know why they were showing families it's like that's not what you go to see to it's like oh great well awesome family really cool <laughs> like i i want to come back to more games because they have good families here anyway anyway so uh so so i was we were so now we were trying to break down like what exactly was going through this kid's head cuz like I, I don't even Jack. I I, I contest you that he was actually like faintly bongoing. I'm not even sure if he was doing that. He was just okay. sitting back, yeah. like man spread in his in his chair, and like just completely looked like he was like not wanting to be on screen. And so so and 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 at the beginning the joke was because we were going to mention him anyway because and the, the 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 joke was that he just didn't respond at all. Yeah, and we thought that that was going to be the thing that <laughs> was mentionable about it. And then at the very last second he he's, he does the hand motion. But I almost speculated that he baited them into baited him into uh-huh. uh, uh, showing him because he like seemed like he just wasn't going to do anything, and then he did the worst thing possible. Yeah. Um. And so like I think maybe he was playing possum, and like he like he was like yeah like trying to say like yeah I'm not going to do anything, man. It's cool. And then whoosh like the jerk off motion. Uh huh. So anyway. Okay. That was that was that was fantastic. I mean yeah that's. Again, that's like what we would die for, and it happened. Uh, yeah, you know, to be able to talk about it on the podcast. So, so uh, thanks to that kid who, uh, mm-hmm. who did that. Um, I we don't know if he got kicked out. We were trying. I was trying to figure out like where he was. He was in yeah. the upper deck. He was. I could tell that, but yeah, uh, we don't know what happened. And we ne- we never will. But it was no. it was good. Um, so then, right after that, I think it was the inning after they had the mat the match game. Yeah, yeah. So the match game. Uh, uh, which I don't know if they've always called it that. I don't know if they changed it, but um, it's where they show like it was. There was a game like this as a little kid, like that you would play, like Memory. It was called, and it was like flashcards, and like there's pairs of different pictures. And so we they've done match game before. We've never really talked about it. Yeah. But um, uh, so they um, show like images. There's like eight cards, and they show like 
images of four different White Sox jerseys from from the past and present, and they flip them over, and then each card is numbered, and you have to say what number uh, the pair is. You have to find the pairs. And so they show it for a second, and then they flip it over, and then uh, the person has to say what it was, uh, like what the pairs were. He has to try to remember. And uh, the woman uh, who was hosting, uh, Alyssa, was that her name? I think I want to say it was Alyssa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Okay, so Alyssa was the host, the in-game host tonight, which we'll get to in a second uh, more about her. Um, but she's standing with this guy. I forgot what his name was. Um, and they, they showed him. They flipped the cards over. They showed the jerseys. They flipped them back, and she's like, Okay, uh, Joey. Like, can you like this was her her script would be like, okay, Joey, can you guess the the matches? And he she they flip him over and he goes one two four seven five eight nine two. Like he just <laughs> he like said all the things real quick and she was like totally like startled because like it's supposed to be maybe drawn out a little bit, but yeah. I get his point because he. He wanted to say them while he remembered them. Yeah, right. And so he did it, and she's like, um, okay. And then they flipped, and she's like, uh, yeah, you got them all right. They yeah. flipped them over, and like, it was over in like five seconds. It was. And this guy was kind of a character, too. Yeah, yeah, he, he was looked a like, weird, yeah. guy. <laughs> I mean, he looked like if Odd Job from 007, like, had a, had a much happier, like, younger brother. Like, a happy, <laughs> he was like a, ha- like a happy-go-lucky kind of kind of guy yeah um, yeah, for sure and he, you know he uh, uh so he was excited to be on it and then but there, there was a moment uh before the match game began uh yeah where like the the camera uh stayed on Alyssa and this guy yeah and like didn't go to the uh to, to the actual graphic the of the graphic, game yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah where they just they waited for probably like five seconds yeah yeah maybe even longer than that it was yeah there's so, for some reason like the I don't know if the, the computer that was running the graphics was, like, slow or, like, lagging. So, yeah, they threw to, like, the, the game, and then, like, it didn't change from from the camera to the graphic. And so, like, yeah, they were standing there for, like, a second. That, that, that awkward thing where, like, where you're watching a newscast and someone says, like, back to you in the studio. And then they don't take him off camera quick enough, and he's just standing there. Yeah. With that frozen face, it's, like, way awkward. Yeah, I wonder if, the, like, newscasters train for that, that moment. Yeah, school. yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it's got to be the worst. Um, yeah, so, so I mean, Jeremy, to be honest with you, like, I looked away from that match game for a second, and I, I would be a bad candidate for this game. Like, I have a, okay. a short, I have a short, like, I have no attention span for, for stuff like that. Okay. So even though it probably is pretty easy, and if I was actually called upon, but, like, I looked away for a second, and I was like, I had no idea if that guy was right when he said his stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that one was particularly, I feel like a couple of pairs were right next to each other, but, uh, you know, he, 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 he won, so so good for him. Yeah, I think he won, like, a T-shirt or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Um, but but we'll, let's talk about Alyssa then for a second. Yeah. Um, because, uh, so so our buddy Chris, which, again, we think that's yeah. what his name is, yeah. was uh, AWOL, uh, was yeah. Uh, yeah, nowhere to be found on Thursday night. We may never find out what his name is because we're not sure if he's going to be back. Yeah, I mean, so we were speculating, mm-hmm. like... Um, you know, did did they fire Chris for for the arm for for the eye candy? Yeah, uh, which was uh, the new host Alyssa. Mm-hmm. I feel like have you have we seen Alyssa before? Maybe she like tag teamed with yeah, Chris. Yeah, I like, think so. Yeah, she would do some things and Chris would do the others. I think we saw her like listen uh, for 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 dedicated White Sox fans out there, which I don't know why any of them would would listen to this podcast, considering how much we rag on the White Sox, but. Uh, a few years ago, the in-game host was Bailey, mm-hmm. uh, like you know the standard like blonde, uh, you know spokesmodel type, uh, and uh, she was a, she was a legend. She was great at what she did. Uh, she was beloved by all, and uh, she she left. Um, and uh, Chris took over basically. Yeah. I think there was. I think there. I think that was the 
order of succession. Yeah. And so Chris has been there. Uh, and so he was there all last year. And then he was there uh, in April when we went. Mm-hmm. And now Alyssa was there. So we don't know what uh, the future holds. I don't know if they it's, it was an official changing of the guard. They, they got rid of Chris for, the, for you know... The, uh, the good-looking blonde. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. You know, Jeremy, as somebody who, who does uh, a lot of public speaking and has an acting background, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you would think that maybe this would be a job that, like, I could be a candidate for. Uh-huh. But I wouldn't want that job. It's probably well, not fun. Uh, yeah. And, like, I'm sure, like, Chris and Alyssa and Bailey and whoever else, like, they bitch to their crew. They're like... What what else are they gonna fuck up next? Like you know, for <laughs> yeah, the match yeah. game where they had to like sit there for five seconds. True. I'm sure that like they get frustrated at like all yeah. of the stuff that goes awry yeah. in these games. Yeah, it's um, true. And just having to sell stupid bullshit like uh, like Ooh, the promotion that the big we're gonna fly. The, yeah the big fly yeah. Uh, the 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 motion. Um, game that we're going to talk about in a little while yeah 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 so it it's probably stressful uh yeah. and probably not that much fun and it's, no. they probably don't get that much money for it either. no we did speculate i think of how much he maybe got yeah, paid we were thinking like maybe like 200 bucks a game yeah or something, which for like the level of like stress that he has to deal with like yeah. in the min- minimal number of home games every year like yeah. just doesn't seem worth it yeah for sure not to mention the fact that there's going to be two assholes critiquing everything you do right, right. Uh, on their podcast yeah yeah um but uh but yeah so uh so we'll see we'll see at the next white Sox game if chris is there and right right um uh, jerseys yeah there were some there were some jerseys in the crowd tonight jeremy there was a, a sean taylor jersey yeah there was a sean taylor uh university of miami jersey okay so was it a university of miami jersey because yeah. i was like i thought he played for the redskins yeah and, yeah i mean he's he's been dead for years right? yeah he was shot and killed yeah uh in a like a robbery attempt but like he was like yeah he, he had like a huge rap sheet he was like on his way to becoming like adam pacman jones yeah um, sure but uh and i think he i think there were some you know nefarious reasons why he was like murdered or whatever uh-huh uh so uh and this guy was like probably owns a sean uh, uh, Taylor jersey, and he's wearing it at the White Sox game. Yeah, that seems like a uh, well. Hey, maybe it was like a, a tribute to Yonder Alonso that he wore this Miami <laughs> jersey. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, but that that certainly is an odd choice. We may we may as well, Jeremy, at this in this section, just talk about the White Sox next jersey. Yeah, let's do it. Up okay. next is this jersey. Um, let me pull up our Instagram. So if you, yeah. again, a good reason to follow us uh, on Instagram at uh, Rain Delay Pod. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we, we try to post pics like in-game uh, to update. And so uh, I got a, you know, this guy passed by us a couple of times. So luckily I got a good picture of it. Yeah. But uh, there was a guy wearing um, a custom and custom is like, it doesn't even like do this jersey justice. But he was wearing a jersey that um, had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven names on the back. Like no number, just... Seven names, like where it would say Moncada and then his number, whatever mm-hmm. is 10 or whatever. Instead of the 10, it just had six more names. So I got the picture here. Uh, I'm This is a perfect picture, actually. Uh, he had yeah. Moncada, Kopech, Giolito, Lopez, Ronaldo Ren- uh, Lopez, Dane Dunning, uh, Robert, Luis Robert, and uh, Jimenez for Eloy. Yeah, um, and Jeremy, I just Googled it now. I had meant to, like, uh, I Googled White Sox next jersey with next in, uh, oh, you know, yeah. quotes. It, like, no, because yeah, I, I wanted to know if you could buy it. No, uh, yeah. No, this is this is definitely a custom job. I, I, Jack, I can't, uh, like, I can't, like, I mean, I can't explain enough how ridiculous this thing is. And, like, 
It's just like a jersey isn't meant to have like the the letters on a jersey are like stiff and like like thick material and everything. So it's not meant to have it all across the back of the jersey. It's almost like a like a motorcycle flak jacket or something. Yeah. Like it it like and and then the fact that like it's so gaudy and ugly. It doesn't fit on the jersey. Like the names don't look good together. Um, but but yeah, we should say too on the front it said next. Yeah, and like and not in like a good spot. It like well, I guess it's where like the number would be. But it's like so in smaller font on his like uh, rib cage. It said next, and then the White Sox uh, logo where the White Sox logo usually goes. But this thing was like it, it's like putting like gemstones on like a, a jaguar or something. Like buying like sticky like stickers and putting it on or whatever. It's like it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. To, to make this jersey. I mean, I mean, what uh, what. What jersey maker in their right mind would have agreed to do this? Well, like, right, you can't like you can order a custom jersey from MLBShop.com or whatever, but you can't get, say like, yeah, I want six, I want seven names on it. So yeah. he had to have someone make this, and like, yeah, the person should be like, they should have their uh, <laughs> like MLB uh, retailer license taken away because like it's an abomination. This jersey was an abomination. Yeah, it was just absolutely ridiculous, and, uh, and not only that, but like. It costs a lot of money to get a custom jersey, and it's like sometimes I would guess that at a place where this guy was doing it, like on the on the, on the in the back alley, like uh, transaction or whatever, like to get all these names on there, I I would guess that maybe he was charged by like by the letter because in the back before you could just order it from the website, you had a if you went to a place to do it, they would charge you like by the letter or something, yep. and so. I mean, this jersey, so with all those names on it, this is like a $600 jersey. Yeah, and, and it's a jersey that could age very poorly. It already has. Yeah. Half of the guys on here are, are out, out for the year. Yeah. Like, Dane Dunning uh, is out for the year. Kopech is out with Tommy John. Uh, as we speak, Eloy is on the DL. He's probably coming back tomorrow yeah, or so. Yeah. But, like, Giolito is just turning the cur- corner to yeah. make him worth it being on this jersey. Mm-hmm. Um it's and Moncada hasn't really done like no, this. It, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, you know, three years from now, that jersey could be a, a even more of a joke. It than could it be. Is now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And he doesn't even have Dylan Cease on there. No, Dylan who, Cease is Dylan, probably the best of the bunch. Yeah, like of the prospects that they acquired. I mean, maybe Luis Robert is going to be like the best, but like, yeah. uh, it's. So crazy. I, I guess the case could be maybe he has a road jersey with like all of the other names on it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or the ca- the case could be made that like he definitely would have had cease. He just would have run like he ran out of room. Yeah. Like, true. He had to, exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that that's on our Instagram. So check that out because you'll never you'll never see anything uh, like it. I mean, you know, uh, best of luck to this guy. I mean, he he he's excited about the future of the White Sox, but like. From from a like from a design standpoint, and from like uh like the um uh the uh you know the sanctity of the jersey, like the the, the way that it, the jersey looks like nice, it's a complete just disgrace and abomination to like the concept. We rag on custom jerseys, and oh, this yeah. is like this is absurd. This is just like yeah, it's bad. Well, uh, we. Uh, Brewing, Brewing with Ricky. Ricky. Yeah. yeah, let's talk so, about that. So, uh, yeah, uh, there, there was a new episode of Brewing with Ricky. Yeah. Um, it was uh, uh, it was bad as well. Um, <laughs> they, uh, there's no like I, I thought each one of them was going to contain like uh, some kind of baseball reference. Hopefully, because the last one we saw the Royals play. 
uh, and it was a, a, the pine tar incident. Yeah. So I was hoping that for this one, um, it would be something about the Blue Jays. I don't know the the Joe Carter walk off or something like no. Yeah, no, right. It's just random and. It didn't make any sense, and like no. again, like we can't. I can't even like fully dig into to ripping this thing because I don't even really. I can't. I still am processing what it meant, or like what the joke was. So the the gist of the uh, sketch was that Renteria was like back in the locker room at mm-hmm. the Goose Island Brewery, and he was like assigning guys to their positions. He was like giving the lineup or yeah. telling them what the lineup was telling them be. what the lineup was going to be, and he's like, you know, you go over to the vats, and you're going to be mopping up and like uh, the floor, yeah. and and then the, for the last guy, so all of them were like brewery related jobs, uh-huh. uh, except for the last guy, and he goes, and uh, you, you're pitching. Yeah. And the guy goes, "What am I going to pitch? Geese?" And Rick, Ricky goes, "Yes." And then it <laughs> and then it cuts. It 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 cuts. You know, it, it's one of those things where uh, you you think he was going to like say more, but the joke was in that it just cut. Yeah, I guess that was the joke. Yeah, yeah I mean, I I mean, I think the joke was supposed to be that he said pitching geese or yeah. something. But like, and we're not a hundred percent sure that that's what he said. No, but. but Nothing else that sounded like that even makes sense. I'm trying to think of like, as we're saying, like, are they recreating a baseball moment? I'm like, are they recreating when Randy Johnson hit the goose or yeah. like the, the bird with the pitch? But I don't know if it, I don't think it was a goose. No. Uh, I mean, Randy Johnson started with the Expos. So maybe it was like a Canada reference. And it wasn't a goose. It was like a, I don't know what kind of bird it was, but it wasn't a goose. No, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, and it, yeah, I mean... So and then it's like, is he pitching Goose Island beer to people? Like, hey, why don't try a crisp, refreshing Goose Island beer? But that's not it either. No. So I, it, it just didn't make any sense in this in the way that like we could make fun of it because I just I don't even know what angle to come at it with. Which maybe the the genius maybe that's what they're gonna do from now on. Yeah. Like uh, it's gonna be like a abstract like French new wave like like film or something. Well, I don't know. You mentioned Jeremy that now that they have that big goose island section with yeah. like an actual like big goose mm-hmm. uh in right field, like yeah. that those uh those sketches are never going to go away. No, I don't think so. But, and like they've they think at least maybe if they're like uh Brewing with Ricky isn't like as as reaching as many fans as we would hope they still think that they can make that they know how to make sketches so they're going to replace it with some other type of sketch based thing i'm yep. sure yeah definitely you know? and I, I was going to say since this is like a jerry reinsdorf run organization like <laughs> ricky probably isn't going anywhere either right, uh, right yeah, so true. yeah they're, they're they're both they're stuck with both of those things for life that's the only thing i was thinking is like if if some uh slightly more charismatic uh member of the white Sox roster emerges uh at some point Perhaps they would maybe have him star Tim Anderson. Yeah, right. Exactly. Tim Anderson can I don't know. He's the N word or something, (laughs) and then get kicked out or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Uh. Right. Yeah. I I could see brewing with Cooper. Like Cooper. Yeah. 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 You know, maybe they could have one with him on there. I don't know. They should just have Don Cooper talking for like two minutes because he like he's just entertaining to listen to because he's got such the the thick New York accent. Yeah. Yeah. 
But anyway. Uh, so um, they, they had they played some interesting walk-up songs for the Blue Jays players on the organ. Yeah. I, Jack, have you ever noticed like them doing like clever organ music for yeah, visitors? Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I can't remember the last one we went to, but they did. Oh, you know, they, they played uh, Camp Town uh, oh, uh, races yeah, right. for uh, Lucas, Lucas Duda. Yeah, right. That's right. That's so right. They will do that. Yeah, maybe my, my uh, radar was just tuned into like the, the organ for tonight. Uh, uh-huh. But uh, so for... Randall Gritchick, let me look at my notes here. They played something for Randall Gritchick. They played uh, the Odd Couple uh, theme song. That was for, because of Tony Randall. Tony Randall, yeah. It, it, it took me a second to like figure that out, but yeah, it was for Tony Randall. That's so that pretty, was cool. It, it's cool. It's, yeah. it's also pretty obscure because that's an old show. It is um, for sure for someone who isn't really famous anymore. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's but that's dead. a good. That's a good. Rep. Yeah, I mean, he's he's dead. Yeah, he's, cer- he's certainly not talked about. He's not. <laughs> he's not Elvis. No. Uh, no. So that was. Um, you know, that was a good a good reference. That was an interesting one uh, for Justin Smoke. They played. Uh, tie a yellow ribbon around the old smoke tree. Yeah, uh, that, that's another a good one. Uh, very obscure. Uh, yeah. I've got a, a, a reference to make about that uh, okay. that song. Uh, uh, so it's it's in the movie Con Air. Uh, it's at the beginning. Nicolas Cage goes, "Well, break out the fine china, chill the lemonade, and tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree. Cause this old boy's coming home to his ladies, coming home." Forever. Yeah. So that's uh, that's what I think of whenever I hear the title. Uh, uh, Very nice for that for that song. Also, there was a John Wayne movie uh, called uh, "She Wore a Yellow Ribbon." Uh, so, okay. right. uh, any because I think that song might be a reference to like the war. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was for. I don't even. Was know. it the Revo- uh, maybe the Civil War or the Revolutionary War? It was it was a, an old an old war, right? Is it? I mean, I only know the Tor- Tony Orlando version. Okay, Tony Orlando uh, also uh, was in. Um, that's my boy. Anyway, <laughs> okay. right. uh, we're going heavy on the pop culture tonight. Uh, uh, but so, well, uh, I guess, and hey, you know, this is the time to do it. So well, yeah, they played that for Justin. Yeah, Smoke. and then. For some reason, for Danny Jansen, they played "Hey Jude." I don't, I don't understand that one, Jeremy. But I, I'm looking forward to the aha moment when we finally figure out why they did it. That's true. Yeah, it'll, it'll snap. One. I was wondering if it would like click like uh, right now as we were talking, but I, it's, I'm still being thrown for a loss. For yeah, I, I really, I really don't know. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Yeah, there's um, some good ones. But uh, let's see. Well, uh, in, in uh, other news of things overheard in the crowd, which is always a fun segment. Yeah. Um, we were so now. This was was this when all the chaos was happening on the field, like like when there there was like a run scoring or whatever. I, is that when this happened? It, it might it might have been. Jeremy. I feel like there was something going on on the field, uh-huh. and like there was like like a play was happening that was like uh, maybe going to be challenged or whatever, and then maybe oh, and then we saw that we thought that there was like a fight in in center field. Yeah. Because there were a bunch of people standing up, and like then we heard. So then we heard uh, some a voice, and uh, it said that voice was like, "You want to know what to do with that hoe? <laughs> you won't even know what to do with that hoe." Something like that, and yeah. like I heard it, and but there was like other things going on, and so after it all settled down, I leaned over to to Jack and I said, 
Jack, did you hear that guy say that? And you're like, yeah, I did actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought that's you know, I thought I heard something. Yeah. And so we were trying to figure out who it was who said that. And we think it was the usher who was like stationed to the left of us. Yeah, there was like a younger usher. He was probably like uh, in his late teens or something, maybe. Yeah. And uh, he, I, I mean, he didn't. He 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 seemed a little extra animated, yeah. but uh, he didn't seem like a guy who would yell something totally inappropriate. Um, but, but, uh, and so I was wondering if it was someone else. Cause it was weird. He was talking to like other security guards and stuff. So I don't know. And then maybe like a fan was going up and stopped and talked with them or something. So I don't know who yelled it. There was no explanation. Nothing happened. Uh, yeah. To like, uh, warrant that. I'm not sure why it was yelled, but we, we heard it. So we, we heard must it. Report it. it was, yeah, it was heard and it may have been the usher. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, uh, whatever it was, it was highly inappropriate, but I guess that was kind of the, that was kind of the theme for the night. Yeah. Um, true, true. So on the, on the scoreboard, they did a feature on James McCann. Yeah. Uh, and he said that his favorite ice cream flavor was homemade banana. <laughs> they were listening. It was like a personality profile. They were like, you know, favorite song, favorite, uh, like best baseball memory or whatever like all these different fun facts and one of them was like favorite ice cream flavor and it said homemade banana you know jeremy i i kind of want to try this now i i, I imagine well, i imagine it's got to be like vanilla ice cream with like slices of banana in it well i mean you'd have to ask james mccann and you'd have to either be at his house or like be like in the clubhouse when he shows up for the game which i don't know how he's transporting uh, you know uh ice cream or whatever so You'd have to be invited to James McCann's house to find out what his homemade banana ice cream tastes like because uh, it's clearly not available in stores <laughs> no. for you. It's, it's not like the Joe Madden pasta sauce that's out it, there. Oh, is there a Joe Madden pasta there sauce? Is, yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, the the person who took that answer, like maybe could have asked him to specify. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like favorite ice cream flavor. Homemade banana. All right, got it. We're moving on. Uh, you know, it's like, yeah, like, what are you talking? And like, how, what more of an alienate, like, uh, like unrelatable answer than that? It's like, yeah, my favorite flavor of ice cream is one that I make myself, so you can't taste it. Um, so yeah, the, sorry. You know, I guess if you want to know more about me, but uh, my <laughs> homemade banana <laughs> ice cream is only tasted by me and my wife and my kids. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, we'll have to if we ever get the opportunity to meet James McCann, we'll have to ask him about that at a card card show. Hey McCann, let's try let's try some of that homemade banana yeah. ice cream. I would love to to to, to like, yell that like, yell hey McCann, that. your mom's homemade banana ice cream sucks. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sure that would get his attention. Yeah, exactly. That's um, a that's a that's a quality uh, like like. Uh, Jeer, though. Yes, it is. Sure. Um, so yeah. yeah, if we're ever at a game that goes like thirteen innings yeah. and it's completely cleared we out, can get down. Yeah, we gotta yell that. We definitely do. We'll, we'll yeah, we'll follow up on that. That's yeah. gotta happen. Um, At least oh, for you guys, the listeners. Yes. Uh, all right. So Delmonico, uh, there was a point in the game where Nikki Delmonico fouled the ball off and it almost hit a kid. Yeah, like, the, it was a hard line. It was a screamer. A screamer right into like the first row of the stands, like yep. down the left field line. And uh, it almost it, it almost hit some people, and then you saw like the mom pick up the kid to like hold him or whatever. And like I was saying, like, hey mom, you got to be prepared for Nicky Delmonico to foul one off like to the left field side because you have to assume he's going to be slow on a on a fastball coming in. Right. Yeah. And of course he he got a he threw a bat on it and it almost killed someone in the crowd. Yeah. So. And it it didn't seem like anybody was particularly like worried about the kid either. No. Like that kid, I mean, he all. Um, 
that would have taken his head off. But I yeah, guess yeah. ultimately he didn't. He didn't get hit. Yeah, it was which safe is there. Which is a good thing. Yeah. Um. So they the the Red Sox uh, did a promotion that we had never seen before. No. Called the Motion Race. The Motion Race. Now, what the Motion Race is is it's a kid and Southpaw uh, up on the big board. Yep. Um. In real life, they're standing there. Yep. They're standing there, and they're just standing there, and then they start doing jumping jacks. Yeah. And I guess it's whoever does the most jumping jacks wins. It, it, so it's the conceit of it is this is this has to have been this has to replace the big fly. Yeah. Because it's like it's some sort of like um uh like movement based uh, uh exercise or game or whatever, and so like. As they're doing the jumping jacks, then there's like an avatar of them on screen and uh, of like Southpaw and of the kid. And like as they're like moving, like a number is going up, just an arbitrary number. That, that, that's in the thousands. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not, it's not, they're not counting how many jumping jacks no, they're doing. It's, it's like, like, it's like a, like, you know, energy expelled like number or something. Yeah. And I, so at the end, the, the whole thing lasted like, you know, maybe 20 seconds, but at the end of it, the kid had like 4,300 points and he ended up winning. And I asked Jeremy at the beginning of the thing, I was like, are, are they standing on something like a stairmaster that's going to give you the number of steps you went on? And Jeremy's like, there's nothing to indicate that that's <laughs> happening at all. No, no, it's just a completely arbitrary, like, thing. it's like, the the crowd meter it's like yeah like it's going up like it's and you think it's going up because you're making noise but, but it's it's not at all <laughs> no um no so so they uh so they do it and then the kid the kid wins of course yeah. but like southpaw actually like you know he stopped like you know midway through to clown around yeah he like something. mugged to the camera and like put his face in the camera and it's like he wasn't trying not that he was gonna let the like beat the kid anyway but yeah. it's like it just added more to the ridiculousness of the you know yeah i mean and under what under what circumstance would southpaw like win that uh, <laughs> yeah. uh n- like n- none maybe I, if he was playing like an adult male right yeah now that, that would actually be funny wouldn't it yeah if like he he like if they like pulled a, a bit on like a guy like an innocent guy from the stands and like he lost no matter how hard he tried like that would actually be funny it would be yeah um i mean hell jeremy when my brother was a little kid he had to race a mascot around the bases at a minor league game and like he actually had to beat that mascot okay uh, yeah, yeah. uh but you know th- so this was it was completely stupid like you said completely arbitrary but i'll say this it was better than the big fly <laughs> it was it was <laughs> Uh, damned with faint praise, but uh, yeah, but yeah, that's uh, it, it was for sure. And so all of these new like bits and like uh, Alyssa being there instead of Chris made us wonder like, did like maybe the White Sox did reassess their uh, in-game presentation, but they did it somewhere in the month of April. Yeah, between April and May, they're like, man, we're we're still developing this uh, motion race idea. Like it's just it's just it's not going to be ready to go. For yeah, it's only, day. it's only in beta testing right now. Like, yeah. we, we we can't we can't release it. To, we in good consciences, we can't release it to the public yet. It's not ready. Yeah, kid could get electrocuted by this fake pad that he's jumping on. But so like yeah, like certainly it would be completely like uh, understandable for a team to like. In the off season, seems like a good time to like to address their in game presentation and make any changes that they were going to. But it almost seems like they were like, uh, okay, it's the off season, we're off. Uh, when we get back to work, we'll start thinking about things. But until then, we'll just keep doing the same thing from last year, and that's what happened in April. And now we're back here in in uh, May, and like they've made changes. Yeah, so I can only wonder like what happened in between the time we went 
and uh, the in April and like the game we were at uh, this week. Yeah, um, uh, you know maybe uh, uh, and you know we we were speculating like for for Chris like were they like oh yeah yeah you know you can come back we're gonna bring you back all season <laughs> yeah right um, you know to, only to have him be screwed over you know right he could have got a job with the Chicago Dogs or something. yeah you know? absolutely yeah he you know he could be uh, pimping Carlos Zambrano right now. By the way, do you know that Carlos Zambrano is? Playing DH for the Chicago Dodgers. Is he? He's DHing. Yeah. He was in the lineup today as a DH, and apparently he did that uh, previously, like last week wow. or something. Okay, which well, is he, crazy. He could always hit. Yeah, that'll be interesting. What if he makes it back to the majors as a hitter? That'd that, be crazy. That would be pretty amazing. Well, he's only like what thirty-seven or something like that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he can get one more. He's like a natural, like the natural moment. Like the natural, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, okay, so, so uh, we had a... Oh, yeah, Rick, so somebody yeah, yelled... overheard. Yeah, sense. another overheard thing. Uh, so what play was it? Do you remember what play this happened uh, in? Yes. Was uh, it caught stealing? So this was... Um, no, no. So this was a... Uh, so Abreu uh, hit, a, hit a grounder. I think it was like a slow roller. And uh, he was... He looked like he may have been safe at first base. Okay. But he was called out. Yeah, And right. there were runners on like second and third. So it was like first and second. He hit the grounder. The only play they had was at first. But he ended up being out. Yeah. Uh, so there were runners on second and third. But if he would have been safe, it would have loaded the bases and completely changed... The inning. Yeah. Uh, so the what happened was they didn't challenge it. He's out. But everybody like thought they should have challenged it. It was a mess. Yeah. It was. I remember this. I remember this play now. Like like uh, 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 Abreu was like on first and he wasn't going to go off yeah. first and then he was like standing off at first because Ricky was like not there. There was no indication that he was challenging it. And he, but he was talking to the umpire. Yeah. And. Abreu didn't know what to do. It yeah. was very confusing. It was. And then so somebody somebody said, uh, Ricky, you suck! I think because yeah. they wanted him to challenge it. Yeah, Ricky, you suck! Yeah. Now, yeah. I... Uh, so, Jeremy, I, I read an article after the game, and cause we, were, we were even speculating because we didn't know what was going on. Right. So the reason that they didn't challenge it, or that there was no challenge, is because Renteria lost his challenge because okay. they had a failed challenge earlier in the game when I believe they were trying to say Wellington Castillo got hit by a pitch, and it uh-huh. turned out that he had, didn't get hit. So they right. it was uh, a failed challenge. They lost it, and so that's why they weren't able to challenge the Abreu one. Okay. Now, this happened late in the game, so we were I speculating. Think it was the seventh like, inning. Yeah, we were speculating seventh. that, like, maybe... Maybe the umpires could have done it, but I think maybe that's only the eighth inning. Yeah, maybe think, it's yeah. yeah. It so that's why there was no challenge. Um, but I'm not going to disagree with this guy that Renteria sucks. Yeah, right. Well, that should be like a thing. Like, I mean, what was Ricky out there talking about then? Was he like saying like, "Come on, give me a challenge, give me a challenge, come on"? It seems like maybe it, that. Yeah, it should be like in in uh, in basketball when you call a timeout when you don't have any left, right? Yeah. It's a technical or something. Yeah. Like, there should have been, like, some penalty. It should be, like, an out. Like, yeah. it's like, if you don't have a challenge, you don't have a challenge. What is he going out on the field for? Yeah. I don't know. I guess you can argue, but not challenge it. So maybe he thought he could get it overturned by arguing. I, yeah. I mean, well, well he, got, he got that bog overturned last year. <laughs> That's so maybe true. that, you know, set a bad precedent. Yeah. Um, One uh, more thing about uh, the in-game uh, presentation. Here before yeah, we, yeah. We uh, they, they they now they now do a feature, and I don't think they had previously been doing this. I don't think so. Uh, it's called "How I Got to Chicago." Yeah. Um. So basically, what it does is it uh they take a player and they just basically uh, give show, you his trajectory. They to, show like a map. Yeah, they show a map and just sort of uh, give you all the steps he took in his baseball life from the time he was born to uh to now. Yeah. Um. And how he got to the White Sox. Yeah. And so, I mean. And so the subject, uh, like for this one, was Yonder Alonso. Yep. Which 
is a bit like uh, you know shady or whatever because clearly Jan Alonso was was like was clearly part of the White Sox like attempt to woo Manny Machado here, which was unsuccessful. Um, yet, you know, the White Sox now are still stuck with John Jay and Yonder Alonso. So in one sense, like, it rings hollow that way because it's like how I got to Chicago. Well, Jack, what you said was like, it's because Manny Machado became a free agent. That's how he got to Chicago. Yeah, so in, instead of tracing all of his steps, like from the University of Miami to being drafted by the Reds, I think, to getting traded yeah. uh, by the to, to the Padres, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. What they should have, like, done was like uh, all of the steps uh, that happened, like, this is the day I met Manny Machado's uh, sister. Um, you <laughs> yeah. know, this is when we got married. Like, this is the when me and Manny, uh, you know, went we got out for uh, a, uh, media noche sandwiches in in uh, Miami, right? Miami yeah. Beach. Yeah. So th- that's real. Those are really the steps that he took to get to Chicago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so that was a that was a lie. So on one, and so on that hand, uh, in that sense, it was a bad uh, thing. But on, on the other hand, it's like Yonder Alonso's been on a lot of teams, and yes. it's like, is that like a thing that? Like, that's not really a point of pride that the, the guys bounced around on a bunch of teams. It just means that a bunch of teams didn't want them. Yep. You know, like, so, like, Reds didn't want him. Padres didn't want him. A's didn't want him. You know, uh, so it's like, and now he's on, a, now he's on the White Sox. <laughs> Enjoy his, uh, you know, 230 average or whatever. Yeah, and the fact that he'll be gone by uh, probably before the end of the season. Although, yeah. at this point, he's playing so poorly that, uh, you know, I don't think anybody's going to want him. It's true. Um, it's and true. So now we're kind of transitioning to the players a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. you know, actually, the first guy, because I, I kind of wanted to tie something into this, but uh, Vlad Jr. So the reason we went to this game yeah. was we wanted to see Vlad Jr. Yeah. We saw him, uh, less, it's still still less than two years ago, we saw yeah. him in 2017 in a ball in Lansing, Michigan, playing third base, and he got a couple hits in that game. Yeah, and now he he's up in the show. Yeah, he was running the bases like a madman in that yep. game, I remember. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so we kind of have like that uh, that connection to, yep. to Vlad, having seen him then. And, uh, I mean, on one hand, it was like, if we didn't see him, like I was like, well, that's okay, because we saw him like in a ball. But uh, it was cool to see him in the big leagues. Uh, I thought, as I tweeted uh, on the on the rain delay uh, Twitter, um, I thought that the formula of Vlad Jr. and Dylan Covey as starting pitcher would lead to Vlad's third homer of the season, uh, and he just he did nothing in the game. Yeah, in true in true rain delay theater fashion, uh, we we went to the game before he homered. Yeah, uh, exactly. he homered on Friday and on Sunday, so it was actually and the game on Saturday was only four and a half innings, so it, it was actually hard for us not to see a home run in that series. Yeah, but uh, we didn't. I yeah. will say this: in his first at bat, he almost uh, took Kobe's head off with yeah. a line drive, but it was ultimately caught by uh, Yomer Sanchez at second base. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but other than that, he didn't do shit. Jeremy, yeah. you were uh, you were speculating that, and I had been thinking this too, that maybe the fact that they were like DHing him a little bit much uh, is affecting his bat. Yeah, I remember when it was Adam Dunn. Yeah. I think when he came to the White Sox, they they he and he he was hitting like one seventy or something. Uh, they were speculating that that the fact that he was DHing and not engaged in the game in between at bats. Uh, was kind of leading to his poor performance as a batter. Yeah. And so I was wondering if the same thing was was going on with Vlad, um, just because, uh, you know, I'm sure he played a lot of third base and a lot of the field uh, coming up. Yeah. Um, but I hadn't actually, I haven't actually, like, looked at the breakdown of, um, you know, his games, like what he's been doing, like, mm-hmm. in terms, if he's been DHing a majority, I'm, I'm not actually sure. I haven't looked it up. But, yeah. Uh, but I mean, he might be on the on track now. So yeah, I uh, you know who would fully support that theory, me, Jeremy, is Yonder Alonso. He'd be like, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, yeah, it definitely affects your bat. That's why I'm hitting one. <laughs> that's why I'm hitting 180. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, it was cool to see Vlad. 
It was cool. It was uh, cool. But but the the White Sox, or not rather, the Blue Jays do have some bums in their bullpen. Yeah, uh, man. Joe, Joe Biagini, who's yeah. uh, uh, his his delivery could best be described as uh, uh, like a, a quarterback who's uh, spiking a football to try to uh, <laughs> stop the clock. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were going like a, like a quarterback like who has no like style trying to spike. You know when like like the the, the white wide receiver tries to spike the ball and like yeah. he just looks bad doing it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I thought that's what you meant because okay. he, he just looked like a big. St- he looked like Frankenstein out yeah. there. Like if Frank, if you put a a mitt on Frankenstein's hand and gave him a baseball hat and throw, told him to throw pitches, that's what he would look like. Joe Biagini. <laughs> like he's like the stiffest mf'er like I've ever seen. Like like pitching, and he ended up. Having like he ended up, I mean, he gave up. He walked one and and uh, gave up two hits, but he got out of the inning unscathed that he pitched, uh, like the seventh inning. Um, but I I don't know how he got out of that inning without. No, I guess that was because of Ricky because Ricky didn't challenge that play. Maybe <laughs> yeah, he got out. Um, but uh, but yeah, so Joe Biagini came in and he ended up getting. Uh, well, he he. I don't know. He he kept him scoreless at least. Yeah. Um, speaking of that challenge, one more thing that I was gonna mention sure. is uh, during during challenges for White Sox games, they play <laughs> "Tell Me Something uh, Good." Yeah, right. Uh, you know, what was that by is Shaka Khan? Maybe. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, so they play that that old song. And then, uh, but the game before uh, that we went to versus the Royals, the first one of the year, uh, they um, they played it. There were like three challenges in the same inning, yeah. And they played it three straight <laughs> times. Yeah, like, just, uh, come on, guys, I get for the first one, but like, you don't need to play it. Uh, you can jazz it up a little bit. Yeah, like maybe kind of think on your toes a little bit and come yeah. up with something different the third time, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty bad. Uh, so okay, the, but the Cubs play. Uh, uh, you may be right. They do, by, and then uh, they play it on the organ too. Yeah, I think. By, by Billy Joel. So. Yeah. Um. So, or they they also play Let It Be too, don't they? The Cubs do. Oh, do they? Uh sometimes. The, the, I think they they definitely play. You may be right, okay. but they may also play Let It Be. Okay. Um. Anyway. Uh. So Derek Law. Yeah, let's was talk about the, Derek Law. Yeah. The, the other the other guy who pitched Jeremy. So maybe we can put Derek Law's headshot on the website. Oh, okay. Uh, but I, I think that Derek Law, this is how he looks to me. Okay. Like if uh if John Lackey uh, had a gang of toughs. Uh, it from like a Back to the Future style oh, yeah, movie, yeah. Where, like if John Lackey was like the Biff yeah. of his game, Derek Law would be like his um, like one of his cronies. Yeah, sure. That's exactly B- what he looks like. Billy to me. Zane. Billy yeah. Zane was one of the. Cronies. Oh, was Billy Zane one of the cronies? He was. I yeah. did not know that. Yeah. Uh, interesting. And he wasn't the guy. There, one of the cronies had 3D glasses. And oh, w- that wouldn't be uh, Derek Law either. No. Um, but yeah, Derek Law. Well, so okay, so. I shared my tale of, of, of hatred for Derek Law, which was uh, born from the 2016 uh, NLDS series, Cubs uh, versus Giants. He was with the Giants at the time. And I was watching with my friends, and like they kept showing... There was a part in the game where they kept showing Derek Law like in the dugout, and my friends called him a big goober. Mm-hmm. And that's a perfect... like yeah. I think that's perfect like summation of him. He looks like he's just a big goober. Yeah. Like, he was... Um, he pitched the Cubs lost game three of that series to the Giants, and Derek Law came in and like pitched like a shutdown couple innings or whatever, and uh, you know was like all like animated and stuff. And like I remember at the time like thinking like you're fucking nobody, like settle down. Yeah, you're nobody, and your team has no chance in this series. <laughs> exactly. And then then he came in in the in the other game in the fourth game where the the Cubs. Uh, came back, came from behind. If you remember, like Matt Moore threw eight shutout innings, I think, in that, or eight shutdown innings in mm-hmm. that that game. And Derek Law came in in the ninth and gave up a hit. And then they were they kept showing him in the dugout, like cheerleading with like a towel. And then the Cubs just chipped away and ended up coming back in that game. And they kept showing Derek Law and like 
he got progressively more like sad and upset and like I loved every second of it because he, he was a fucking big goober well he got what he deserved tonight he uh, he took the loss gave up two earned runs yeah we were, um, I was saying like if the Sox are going to come back and win this game please let it be off of Derek Law because yeah. I hate them and it was bitch. and he gave up he gave up two earned runs in it uh, another yeah. guy I, I really don't like for the uh, Blue Jays is uh, Eric Sogard uh-huh. um, I mean the nerd guy was, power yeah nerd power the guy was a complete stiff yeah. For the Brewers, outside of like two weeks after he like got called up by them, yeah, uh, sucked completely below replacement level player uh, yeah. for them, and somehow he's rostering on the Blue Jays. Yeah, I think we actually talked about him on the non-roster invitee episode. Okay, possibly, maybe, but uh, it's yeah, unbelievable probably. that he's on a major league roster and hitting leadoff. He's like he's like Ben Zobrist without uh, the position versatility, uh, the career track record. Uh, the wife, now former wife, but um, soon to be former wife. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that that's actually one now thing that they are combined, uh, connected now is that yeah. neither one is with Juliana Zobris anymore. But, right. <laughs> but but yeah, he's like a a poor like to say poor man's Ben Zobris is beyond is like is is not even giving it enough credit. No. Um. Uh. And you know the Blue Jays. Uh. I had read that they uh, went into this game with the White Sox. Uh. With the league worst uh, team batting average, the Blue Jays were only hitting two sixteen as a team Ugh. coming into this series, well, and they only got two hits in that game. They got two hits. They were both in the second inning. They were back to back. Yeah. So like um, that's what happens when Eric Sogard hits leadoff for you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. He actually had like a good first couple weeks of the season. I don't know how. But, yeah, and uh, he's got like four home runs or something. Yeah. Um. Uh. So Mc, uh, Billy was it? Billy, is it Billy McKinney? Billy McKinney. Yeah. Billy yeah McKinney. Former Cubs. Uh. Well, he was a uh, uh, A's farmhand, and he yeah. came over to the Cubs in the uh, Addison Russell. Mm-hmm. He came with Addison <clears throat> Russell to the Cubs. Uh, yeah. Uh, for, for Jeff Samarja and um, Jason, and Jason Hamill. Hamill. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Jeremy, you described him as the one who got away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, maybe that's uh, overstating it. Um, uh, yeah, he took an 0 for 4, but he made a very nice catch. Uh, looked bad doing it in the yeah. field. Uh, he smashed against the wall. He did, yeah. He, he smashed against the wall. Uh, it, looked, it looked painful because that wall for the White Sox, he smashed in the part where it's like me- uh, meshed like fence that's fence, in front yeah, of the bullpen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it looked painful, but like, uh, you know, he sold out for that ball. He got it. He also made a nice uh, uh, fly out, throw out double play. He made a catch on an F7 and and, and nailed, uh, I think it was Larry Garcia at home. Uh-huh. Um, so that was, a, he made a real nice throw to home plate on the fly that got, uh, got a runner out from third trying to tag up. Yeah. So yeah, he had a, actually a pretty nice game in the field. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. It was cool to see Marcus Stroman. Yeah, so for me. Frosty the Stroman. Exactly. Um, Jeremy, we were making fun of the bottom of the Sox order. Um, yeah. Uh, the bottom of the Sox order consisted of Nicky Delmonico, Yomer Sanchez, Charlie Tilson, and Ryan Cordell. All hitting like below, I want to say like 230, maybe yeah. 240. Just a terrible, uh, you know, four seemingly guaranteed outs. Yeah. Uh, and those were the only, those were the guys who showed up in yeah, the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, they were the reason the Sox won the game. Jeremy, we didn't really talk about this, but no Tim Anderson. It must have yeah. just been a night off. Yeah, uh, I guess so. Yeah, great call on that, Ricky. Uh, you know, so the team. <laughs> Uh, they just finished a road trip, uh, but and you give them a day off on the first home game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly. yeah, that's that's real smart. Great um, for marketing. Yeah, it's yeah. almost as good for marketing as uh, brewing with Ricky is for Goose Island beer. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's pretty bad. But they did combine for uh, seven hits. Okay. The, the bottom four slots in yeah. the order. Uh, three runs scored, two RBIs. So. Um, so yeah, the, you know, in, in true fashion, you know, the joke was on us for for ragging them. Um, 
but uh, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I thought it was interesting. I don't know who the first base coach is, but his name is Mark Budzinski for the yeah. uh, Toronto Blue Jays. It just made me think of Bobby Budnick from uh, uh, Salute Your Shorts. Did you oh. ever watch that show, Jerry? Uh Yeah, I did watch. I don't I remember which character he was. Budnick was uh, the uh, kid with the red hair, Danny Cooksey, okay. who was in Terminator 2 and uh, Different Strokes. Yeah. He's the uh, he's the uh, proverbial redheaded stepchild oh, okay. from Different Strokes. Okay, in- interesting. Um, yeah, I remember Salute Your Shorts. What was that, what was that one uh, uh, with uh, the strongest man in the world? Uh, oh, uh, that's uh, Pete and Pete. Pete and Pete, yeah. yeah. Artie, yeah. the strongest man in the world. Uh, I think I was too young to uh, get that show. Pete, no, dude, Pete and Pete was like an amazing show, and like it was for like like adults. Like it was like there were some elements for kids, but like it was so kind of deep and like artsy and abstract that it was like really for like like adults i would say yeah. that show was awesome nothing will ever be like that uh early and mid 90s nickelodeon program that's true that's true uh so hey, Je- dude <laughs> so jeremy uh we're going to a cubs game tomorrow yeah uh we're going to see jake Ari- jake arietta make his return to wrigley field as a philadelphia philly yeah uh, i think they missed him last year when the phillies were in chicago so it'll be interesting to see the reaction he gets i think it'll be mostly positive Probably, yeah. yeah. I will uh, be. Uh, I'll, I'm going to make a big printout of his uh, tweet. Yeah, uh, hashtag. I'll help you pack. Yeah, and so uh, I'll, I'll hold that up at the <laughs> game. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's going to be a quick turnaround for us. It is, um, Jack. I want to do two quick follow ups from the last episode. Great. Uh, before we do that, uh, before we sign off, uh, one I should say. Um, I told a story about how I filled out a survey for the Cubs. And they, uh, because I got a stale Italian uh, sausage sandwich, and they were like, uh, next time you come to the game, uh, your meal's on us. And uh, so it was a weird transaction. It was a weird, like, uh, like uh, the way that it manifested itself. So um, I should say, like, like, someone emailed me from the Cubs, and they're like, tell us where your seats are going to be, and, you know, we'll, we'll get you some food or something. And so we went back and forth and email, and I finally sent them my seats. And then they like transferred me to a new guy who took over that position for the the woman that I was emailing with, and so I, uh, you know, emailed this guy my seat location, and then she wrote back and she was like, uh, or like maybe he wrote back and he's like, I'll text you the day of the game. This is like trying to make plans to meet up like yeah. with a friend. Yeah. And so he's like, Yeah, just text me when you're in your seats and we'll and and you know tell me what you want to eat or whatever. And so like. We get in our seats, and I go with my dad, right? And um, uh, I was just going to ask for, like, an Italian sausage and, like, a soda. Um, and my dad was like, yeah, yeah, tell him, you know, I want a combo, an Italian sausage and beef combo, uh, some fries, and, uh, you know, a couple of Diet Cokes or whatever. And I was like, Dad, let's not, like... That's overstepping a yeah, little let's bit. Yeah, not, let's not, like, rake these people through the coals. Like, let's, like, <laughs> have a little, a little sense of dignity, even though, like, I made a complaint, like, some friggin nitwit and got free food out of him but like let's have a little sense of like dignity here yeah um and he's like you're right you're right like let's just get uh i'm like let's just ask for the two sandwiches and like i think asking for two drinks is not that bad because you need something to wash it down with whatever yeah so i'm like uh well you know my dad's my dad and and my usual order this is me texting the, the the guy uh our usual order is uh, a Italian sausage with uh, hot peppers for me and a combo uh, with sweet peppers for my dad. And I'm like, and I wrote, if you can throw in a couple uh, Diet Pepsis, that would be great. If not, uh, we'll take care of that. 
And then he wrote back, he's like, no, the, the, the Pepsis are on me. Uh, you know, I'll be there shortly. And so we're sitting there in our seats before the game waiting. And sure enough, a guy, a kid, he was like a kid. He was like a, he seemed like fresh out of college. I'm, I feel like I had a whole backstory from like his parents, like know the Cubs and got him a job, like fresh out of college. And yeah. so he, and he's on duty of like appeasing these like ingrate uh, fans or whatever. Yeah. Um, so he came out with like uh, a thing with a box of food and he gave us like, he had the two Italian sausages. Uh, he had like the two, he had one drink in his hand and then he whipped another one out of a pocket and he's like, and here you go. Here's some Garrett's popcorn too, which is like not cheap either. Yeah. Like that's like six bucks a bag or something. So he gave us like uh, a bag of Garrett's like uh, Chicago mix, uh, nice. like cheese and caramel popcorn, Ooh, okay. which is tasty. Yeah. I usually don't uh, indulge in that because it's usually too expensive, but it's amazingly good okay it's like a totally like tourist thing but yeah uh it's good stuff so that was the follow-up to that story i we got i got two italian sausage sandwiches uh uh popcorn and two drinks out of the cubs and a new friend (laughs) yeah i guess so well i I actually i probably got blackballed from ever getting a job with the cubs i'm probably on some sort of like blackball list well, not, now yeah now they have your name and your number yeah exactly um, so i'm done for with that yeah now jeremy you should you should throw me this guy's number and uh, let me text him and try to get some free food out of yeah him, exactly you know? exactly he's like well i don't remember emailing with you no no we did we did so this is where i'm sitting <laughs> yeah, yeah. And i'm gonna need a, a an entree a, a side and a drink and a dessert too. yeah yeah just try it see what happens yeah whole four course meal um one more thing i want to say as we're recording this the cubs are again for a third week in a row on sunday night baseball yep. and cubs fans are sub, uh, subjected to uh, the all-star team of excursion, uh, uh, Jessica Mendoza and uh, A-Rod. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why we decided to record tonight yeah. uh, instead of watch the game. Uh, but uh, I got to, you know, as much as crap I'm going to give excursion, I got to give him credit for like kind of like a, a, a crack that he made uh, last week's game. So it, last week it was Cubs Brewers, right? Um, on Sunday Night Baseball. And Christian Yelich was mic'd up, right? Yeah. So, um, so Christian Yelich was was they they're showing some video footage of him talking to fans in the stands, and he signed like autographs for these people standing like you know in the stands at Wrigley, and, and you know he signed their autograph, and they're like, oh, thanks a lot, Christian, like that's great. And the guy goes, I'm from Canada, <laughs> and 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 Yelich goes, have a great night, and like runs away, <laughs> yeah. like runs back into the dugout, and like to and and I was watching it, and I'm like. Who gives a shit if you're from Canada? Who cares? Yeah. Why are you telling Christian Yelich you're from Canada? He's not from Canada. No. If he was from Canada, it would make a little yeah. more sense. He's, he's from California. He's from California. And it's like, and they're not in Canada. Like, I mean, it, it made no sense. It's like, <laughs> why are you telling him this? Who cares? Why does he care? Yeah. And so Vescursion goes like, well, you got to you gotta give uh, Yelich credit there. Uh, the guy tells him he's from Canada. And what do you say to that? And he's like, yeah, I'm from California. Uh, yeah. Nice to meet you. You know? <laughs> And and so like he he kind of made fun of that guy a little nice. bit. So I I gotta give it up to Vescurgeon for like that's that's where his like you know acerbic wit came into into uh, benefit because it, I did get a chuckle. I was like, thank you for signifying what I was thinking in my head, yeah. uh, Vescurgeon. Yeah. So I gotta I gotta make do and and uh, and give him kudos for that. I haven't really watched the game too much tonight. I'm sure he said something to piss me off, but I just I'll never see it because I'm not watching. Right. Well, yeah, you got to give him credit because most of the time, like announcers won't call out fans on stupid stuff yeah, they say. Exactly. So exactly. yeah, good, good, good for him. Yeah. So I figured it was only right to give him credit for that. Yep. 
Uh, well, uh, Jeremy, I think I think we're that'll, that'll probably just about do it for this yeah. episode. But yeah. uh, we're gonna have another game for you uh, uh, at some point uh, next week. Yeah, we're we'll see. We'll one. see how soon uh, we, we we drop the next episode. We don't want to like uh, flood the uh, our our feed with uh, yeah. episodes, but. Uh, the game's tomorrow. If something big happens, I think we'll probably put it out a little sooner. If not, we'll give you a couple days to digest this one and then give you another one next week. But yeah. uh, a new episode will be coming next week, and it will be a game recap episode. Yeah. So uh, we'll see uh, We'll see if Darvish can like maybe throw some strikes, not walk people. We'll see what Arietta uh, says, what the crowd reacts. I, I envision people are going to be cheering yep. for him. I, I, I do, too. Um, yeah. All right, Jeremy. I think that's going to do it. So for Rain Delay Theater, I'm Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.